it's Ronnie Davis, and you're listening to Eating More, the place to be if you want to learn how to stop eating in ways that make you feel like crap, if you want to end the weight and food war, and start reimagining healthy eating and living. We'll show you how to change your mind, your food world, and your life with less doing and more being. Welcome. Today I am joined, as you can see if you're watching via video, by my beautiful client, Sandy. She's joining me today because we're going to have a conversation about weight loss, (laughs) specifically um, fad diets and, and quick weight loss, and specifically the Marilyn Monroe dress incident. And so Sandy, before we dive in, thank you so much for joining me today. I know you have a lot to say, so I'm excited to hear from you. Thank you. Yes, I do. <laughs> I have a lot to say. <laughs> so this, so this, the idea for this, this, pod- this- sorry. Sorry. I was just going to say the idea no. from this, for this podcast came when Sandy messaged in our in our group the other day after the was it the Met Gala that was that just that just happened on the weekend so the Met Gala and the whole Kim Kardashian you know lose 16 pounds in three weeks to fit into the dress thing and Sandy was fired up and I remember seeing I, I I briefly saw something in my timeline about this about Kim Kardashian and she, you know, reportedly, you know, losing all this weight in a very short amount of time just to fit into this dress. And anytime I see any one of their names show up in my timeline, I roll my eyes and keep scrolling. I can't even with that family, <laughs> but Sandy, Sandy's been diving in and she's really fired up about it. So Sandy, why don't you give us a little, uh, just tell us a little bit about like, catch me up on what's, what's been, what happened with this dress situation and what's got you so fired up. Well, the first, the first article I saw about it was her Instagram post and it was about, it was her showing all these donuts and like 10 boxes of pizza after the Met Gala because she was starving and um, she'd been restricting herself from sugar and carbs for three to four weeks to fit in the dress. Mm-hmm. Um and so she lost 16 pounds in that amount of time. She went to Ripley's Believe It or Not in Florida to try the dress on and they, she couldn't like get into it. And she said, give me three weeks. And, and they said, like, she's like, I don't think they believed I could do it. You know? So she's so proud of herself for starving herself. She literally has said that she, she didn't starve herself, but she was so strict eating mm-hmm. clean vegetables and protein. She cut out carbs and sugar. She ran on a treadmill, worked out twice a day, and also wore a sauna suit mm-hmm. to lose the weight. So first of all, you can't lose 16 pounds in three weeks without starving yourself. So I call bullshit on that right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So her trainer, you know, was saying to everybody that she works really hard and she was with her through the process. Um, it wasn't like she was starving herself because she was on a balanced diet and at times it's not um, balanced if there's no carbs sweetheart right she wouldn't eat as much but you know she really put the work in 
Um, yes. And, you know, and they asked like the, the trainer, like, is there any like thing unhealthy about what she did? And yes, you know, everything she, he's like, it wasn't unhealthy at all. Um, not from my end, what I saw, and we were working out sometimes twice a day and it's possible to lose 20 pounds in a healthy way. That's what, that's what yeah, the trainer said. Sure. It is not by starving yourself and exercising twice a day and living in sauna suits and doing it in a very short period of time. Nothing about any of that is healthy. No, no. And the thing too, she didn't even end up fitting in the dress. <laughs> like they had to tie it with string and she had to wear a fur coat around her waist so no one could see that she couldn't fit into it. So she put herself through all this, couldn't even fit in the dress. And she, she thought that Marilyn Monroe was curvier than she was. So she didn't think that she would have a problem getting into this dress. Um, it's just messed up on so many levels, like trying to make yourself into someone else's body, like from 60 years ago, you know, I mean, not accepting who you are and loving your body for what it is, like trying to like morph yourself into some icon, mm -hmm. um, you know, from a dress from this like iconic moment where she's saying happy birthday to JFK. I mean, that dress was made for her. It was made for Marilyn Monroe. It was not made for Kim Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, that's um, the thing, right? It was specifically made for a specific body, first of all, 60 years yeah. ago. And P.S., I don't think that she had any business ha having a, a dress like that on in the first place. Like, that's part of culture. Like, leave it alone. Like, what if you spilled something on it or ripped it or well, like whatever? Well, well, it gets even better because she wore the dress for literally 10 minutes while she had a photo shoot and then she had to take it off and wear a replica. Of course. She didn't even wear the dress the entire night. She had to practice walking upstairs in the actual dress because they were afraid it was going to rip because, you know, like the seams and everything. I mean, it's a six-year-old dress to begin with. So, you know, it's like in a fragile state and it's an iconic dress like it is it not not made for her for you to try to squeeze into for attention for attention and to boost your ego you yeah. know it's like that's what it is and it's all about body image you know it was just all about body image and it well, just made attention <laughs> and validation and I think that like I really first of all I really think that it speaks to the desperation that we as women have to do whatever it takes. And as you were even saying, you know, put yourself in harm's way just for the sake of validation, attention, acceptance, just to hear somebody say, wow, you look amazing or wow, great job or wow, how'd you do it? Or wow, you're so amazing, right? Mm -hmm. The shit that we'll do to ourselves because we're so desperate for those things. And I mean, she just takes it to crazy levels because, you know, she's obviously, I don't know what, <laughs> but like, yeah, it's, it's really, really sad. Mm -hmm. And it's infuriating because mm -hmm. every time one of us does something like this, it normalizes it. Like right. the fact that she was bragging about the fact that she had done this. And then also not only that, it's not even, for me, it's not even just about the starvation diet that she went on in order to achieve it. And I'm telling you, I was a trainer and a good one. 
you don't lose 16 pounds, especially for somebody that's already that size, right? For somebody that's already not super heavy to begin with, you don't lose 16 pounds in three weeks without starving yourself. I call full on bullshit on that trainer. They were lying. So so to me, it's not even just about the fact that she starved herself for six weeks just to get into this dress. It's about the fact that they're calling it healthy, right? They're saying that this is a, it was done in a healthy way. No, no, it's not healthy to have so much of your identity and your worth and your sense of self wrapped up in what your body looks like and how small you can get and how much attention you can get. That's not healthy just for the sake of being in a smaller size and getting into a specific piece of clothing. Nothing about that is healthy. But the fact that she felt so confident about just bragging about the fact that she did this, I think really speaks to how messed up our culture is because she knew very well that she's going to get praised for it. She's not going to have people go, oh my God, that's so unhealthy. I mean, maybe a couple will, but the majority are going to want to know how she did it and they're going to love her and think she's amazing. And I think that it really speaks to how messed up our culture is in that we equate thinness at any and every cost to health and beauty and well-being and all of these things. And the other thing about it that really makes me angry is, you know, you said she, the, they, she posted the picture of the donuts and the pizza and all of that stuff that she was going to have. That's binge eating that follows restrictive dieting. Um, hello, (laughs) like (laughs) this is literally what I'm saying all the time. Right. Yeah. Right. And she fought, fell right into it, <laughs> fell right into it. I mean, oh, there right was, it. and she promoted it as normal. Sure. Completely and totally normal to, to starve yourself for three weeks and then binge on all the foods you couldn't eat while you were starving yourself. Sure. Completely and totally normal, not disordered eating at all, not a gateway to a deadly eating disorder at all. No, completely normal and healthy. There's a celebrity that came out to talk about it and like oh. said how, effed up it was on like hundreds of different levels and how only one um, celebrity (laughs) yeah one celebrity and then actually BuzzFeed actually sent out like an article recently like within like I think it's like within the last day saying how they never meant to promote you know like disordered eating and and those kinds of things and they never saw promoting it when you give it a platform don't give me that bullshit like don't even well, then they went, they tried to retract and, you know, interviewed a nutritionist, you know, a dietitian who works like specifically with people with eating disorders, because I think like people were really starting to get upset about it and realize mm-hmm. how you messed up the whole situation was and how people were promoting it, you know? Yeah. yeah. But the reality is it's not, you know, it's easy to throw her under the bus because let's face it, she's friggin' horrible um, <laughs> on every conceivable level. But but, so it's easy to throw her under the bus. But the reality is that shit's normalized everywhere in our culture. The fitness industry that I was a part of for so many years, that's what happens. You, you know, it's not always about necessarily starving yourself, especially now that, you know, quote, strong is the new skinny. It's still about restricting foods, right? For the sake of transforming your body into something that it may not necessarily want to be. And then what happens when you restrict? cheat days, 
which is really just code for binging. Mm -hmm. And it's completely and totally normalized and celebrated. And every time we have somebody come out and talk about engaging in these behaviors, it further normalizes it. Yeah. Yeah. It further normalizes it. It makes it completely and totally normal. And whether, you know, BuzzFeed or whoever else is reporting on it or not, you know, talks about we weren't, you know, we didn't want to promote that. That's exactly what you're doing when you give stupidity a platform, you're promoting it, right? And mm -hmm. there are young girls, like, <sighs> so many young girls see that. Yeah. And grow yeah, up and men that's too, normal. Like, and then they get into their 40s and yeah. 50s and 60s and they wonder why their relationship with food and their bodies is so messed up because of shit like this. Because right. we're seeing right. shit like this our whole lives. Mm -hmm. Right. And they're looking up to these celebrities and this is what they're doing. Yeah. And that's what, and they're saying, oh, well, the prom's coming up and, you know, like I should buy this size dress and I can lose all this weight now. And, and, yeah. you know, look, look how much I attention she got when she lost the weight. Right. I want that attention too. Right. Yeah. Because thinner is better. And, you know, it's, it's sad. It's sad. It's, it's, it's infuriating. Yeah. You know, eating disorders are the biggest killer among all mental illnesses. And they are completely and totally normalized with behaviors like that. Completely normalized. Um, and the younger girls are when they start their first diet or weight loss attempt, the more likely they are to struggle with weight their whole lives. Mm -hmm. Right. So like I and said, with, there's not yeah, even struggle with weight, but struggle with food. Sorry. Yeah. I said it on social media. Now it's just everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. Completely normalized. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, just gross. And just like, you know, again, too, it's infuriating and it's gross, but it's also really sad. Like it makes me sad because maybe because I remember feeling that way. Mm -hmm. I remember being in that position where I was so desperate for validation and attention and for somebody to just say, you're amazing. You look so great or, you know, you're such an inspiration or just whatever. I remember being so desperate for that kind of attention and validation that I put my own health at risk over and over and over and over again for years. I did the same thing. So, and I, and I think you can probably relate to that as well, right? Yeah. My, for my wedding, I, I, there was a certain weight. It was like a goal weight I had in my mm -hmm. head and I was like five pounds over that weight. And I went to like this, like an it, like eating place, you know, like to lose the last five pounds for them to put me on like, you know, like a diet before, you know, the wedding. So I could be that weight. So I could you know, somehow feel better about myself. And it was absolutely yeah. crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. As if five pounds or really any pounds should have the ability to impact how we feel about ourselves. Right. 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 But yeah. yeah, I have to tell you though, it does give me, <laughs> gives me a little bit of satisfaction to know that she put herself through that. And then she still didn't fit into the dress. <laughs> yeah. Me too. <laughs> yes. And me like, kind of enjoys that a little bit. <laughs> Well, the thing was too, I mean, there's so many comments and people like, you know, commenting about it and the situation and saying, you know, like, just wear the replica. Why didn't you just mm. wear the replica to begin with? No one wouldn't, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. yeah. Well, when I first it, saw it, like I told, like I said, I, I just saw the thing in the, I, I didn't even realize it was the real dress when I saw it. 
I thought it was a replica because I didn't think anybody would be stupid enough to let somebody actually wear the real dress. Right. And they even had like historians, you know, come out saying like they should have never like let let her do that. And they they showed when she went to Ripley's like trying to get it on like first time. And like people, I mean, she had all these like, you know, undergarments on everything, sucking everything in everywhere. And they're like literally pulling it up. Like they have like white gloves on trying to like get this on her. I don't know how it didn't rip to begin with, but I don't know. And she, so like, she hasn't really said anything, but she, she came out with a quote, um, be teachable, be open. You're not always right. That that was her. You're not. (laughs) That was her response. Yeah. But it's just like. I guarantee within two weeks, she puts maybe sooner, she puts every ounce of it right back on. I guarantee or more. Oh, 100%. I remember um, my first competition. Speaking of putting myself in harm's way in order to be a certain, you know, transform my body into a certain way. The first competition, I remember um, I was still binge eating back then like 2008, I think it was, I was still a binge eater. So, you know, the cycle restrict, 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 binge out of control, restrict, 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 binge out of control. And so because I had been doing that, you know, right up until the competition, I think that probably the last week or two, I didn't do any binging because it was getting close and I still wasn't lean enough. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Super, 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 super strict. The day before the competition, my friend and I went to the grocery store because I was com- we were competing together. We were dieting and competing together. And so we went to the grocery store and bought everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was just everything. And we got back to her apartment the night after the, comp- like the night of the competition. After the competition, we got there about 11 o'clock at night. My flight was leaving to take me back home in the morning at 6 a.m. From 11 till like 4.35 when she had to take me to the airport, we just sat and ate. Just sat and ate. And so this is what I'm picturing her doing, right? Right after this. And let me tell you, 11 pounds, I was 11 pounds heavier the next day. That's what I was in in one night. How did you feel? Like shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, is it, it, I know it's just like, is it worth it? I don't know. This cycle is just so toxic. So toxic. It's so toxic, but it's promoted as health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Promoted as health. Right. The whole time I was doing that shit, everybody was congratulating me for my new healthy lifestyle. Right. Mm-hmm. And even her, you know, you said yourself, the trainer was saying, oh, we did it in a healthy way. Right. It was healthy. I was there. She, you know, she worked really, really hard. Okay. No, Mm -hmm. no, I call bullshit. At my most, I was training two and three hours a day and I still wasn't losing 16 pounds in three weeks. It doesn't, you can't out train. Like you can't, you can't, no, I, I just bullshit, bullshit. She starved herself and then she binged afterwards, which is, literally it's an eating disorder basically and she's promoting it yeah sickening so upsetting yeah it is how are we going to change the world we got to stop this (laughs) good question (laughs) like part of me 
like felt guilty like getting so like into it because it was mm. just like I don't want to like give give it the attention or the energy you know because yeah, you know same- that's what she wants right right but it was like at the same time it was just so upsetting and just mm. like just to think about you know people and like the people that were you know like against it or just like you know like the men and like the like the younger women and the men and I didn't even think about that and I was like but it's true you know I mean they have all their body stuff too and no one really like you know puts a spotlight on that but you know just to be so like vulnerable and open to so many things and at that age and just like thinking that that's what you should do is upsetting yeah yeah I mean again it's promoting this idea that I mean, it's oppressive. It's promoting this idea that we are put here to, to you know, be pretty, yeah. right? To get attention, to look a certain, to be, to be skinny, to be pretty, to be sexy, to be, you know, that's the, it's, yeah, to be Marilyn Monroe, like as though that's that's as though that's all we're worth. And I know that for me, like the reason that I was so st- stuck in that in that cycle myself, and was because. I didn't, I didn't have any other sense of self outside of it. Right. I didn't, I didn't feel like I was good enough without having, you know, getting attention for what I looked like. And I think that's the the saddest thing is that's what's under it. Right. When you're, when you're that desperate for attention for what your body looks like, that's what's under it. Yeah. Yeah. And everything is just about body image. Everything is like how your body looks, you know, it's like, yeah, because it's all we're worth, right? Right. Right. Yeah. yeah Which I is so far that. from the truth. <laughs> yes. So far from the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how we get that. It's, it's, it's hard because that message isn't shiny and pretty and fun and, and you know. <laughs> right. Doing the work and learning to love yourself for who you are and accept your body for what it is and you know that takes a lot more work than I don't know restricting and then binging and doing all over again I mean it's 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 the deep stuff but you have to do that work too though to get there that's yeah and that's such a great point because you know, we're always talking about, you always see people talking about body positivity and, and, you know, doing, loving your body and accepting your body. And, you know, that stuff is kind of trendy right now a little bit, but, you know, it's not, it's not really addressing the underlying problem, which is the fact that we're attaching our worth to what we look like, right? And if we don't have that underlying sense of worth, it's really, really, really hard to love what you see in the mirror, right? And it's, it's way easier, like it, it's, there's this idea that's, that's, you know, that we're constantly, um, that's constantly reinforced that the only way to love our bodies is to transform them into something that's lovable, right? Lose weight, gain confidence. That's what all the ads say lose weight, love your body. That's what all the ads say. Right. But I was on stage getting trophies and I still didn't love my body. And I guarantee you that after this incident with the dress, Miss Kardashian does not at all love her body. Absolutely not. Because you can't do all of that stuff to your body. 
You can't just to fit into a dress. Right. And then come out of it, not even fitting into the dress. I guarantee she's not confident in her body. Right. And that's the thing, because we think that we're supposed to, we have to change our body to, to find confidence in it or to find confidence in ourselves. Um, but it doesn't work that way. No, <laughs> does not work that way. No. Well, hopefully the more people have conversations like this, maybe we'll start shifting minds a little bit as more and more of us keep these conversations going. I hope so. I think so. And, you know, I think like the work that you do is, I mean, I've been with you for about a year now and my mind set has like so much, like, I think I would have looked at that like a year or so ago and been like, wow, like, what you did and you know and it just like now it just disgusts me yeah (laughs) a year ago you would have been looking at it trying to figure out how she did it right (laughs) right I'd be like oh okay three weeks I can do this I can like you know yeah I can start myself for three weeks yeah no problem yeah Yeah. but it's gross it's not worth it no it's not worth it not Not the answer Mm -mm. Mm. so do you feel better now that you got that out? <laughs> I do. I do. Cause it was just like, it was, yeah, it just like triggered me in a lot of different ways. Like just, you know, like the restriction, the binging, the mm-hmm. trying to be something that you're not, you know, I mean, it was just so, so sad. And then just to be like in that position to be a role model for so many people of all ages, you know, I mean, I think I, I think of like younger, you know, teenagers, like, you know, being influenced by it, but it's everybody. Yeah. You no, know, it really is. And I just think that if you don't talk about it, it's, mm. you know, not, people aren't going to get the message. They're not so going to get the message. And also one of the best things to do when, when we personally feel triggered about something is to talk about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad we did. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Felt good. Yeah. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. (laughs) You've been listening to Being More with Ronnie Davis. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about embodied cognitive eating training and access free resources, visit www.ecet.online.